You're listening to a BGE podcast. Welcome back to another My Story edition of the Blind Grilling Experience, where we talk about the history and food that got us where we are today. Butter. Butter's not just an expression like, well, butter my biscuit. No, butter is one of the most versatile and absolutely vital ingredients and toppings that you can have in your kitchen. It's used in making biscuits to pancakes to pie crusts, whether it's melted, softened, or ice cold. It is something that everyone should use and i know there's a debate out there between butter and margarine but let's just get this settled right here and now anyone on the side of margarine well you're wrong butter is definitely the way to go but you think about it butter is not only an ingredient that we use to make things like biscuits and pies, crust, and pancakes. But it's also something that we use to top just about everything, from butter and biscuits to breads to corn on the cob, pouring butter over fresh popped popcorn. You can even put butter on steaks, baked potatoes, And believe it or not, some folks even like butter on their desserts. For example, one of my absolute favorite desserts is butter pecan ice cream. Yes, butter. Well, you just can't beat it. And probably one of my favorite things, at least what I'm thrilled about more than anything else is the fact that I know how to make butter. What's this you say? Make butter? How in the world is that done? Because most folks think, well, I'm just going to go to the store and grab me some butter, whether it's salted, unsalted, in stick or in a tub. Well, I'm going to tell you. But in order to tell you right... I'm going to have to tell you a story. We went through a lot of milk and butter growing up. And in fact, my parents for the longest time would joke about just, but maybe we ought to just buy a cow. While we had cows on the farm, they weren't milk cows by any means. And certainly weren't tame enough where you could walk up to them and sit down and start milking. One day, our neighbor, Mr. Goodman, from a ways down the road, came pulling down the driveway. And when he got out of the truck, he had this huge jar, wide mouth jar with a lid on it, full of fresh milk. 
he brought it up and he gave it to us and he said that uh, they're just having more milk than they can handle even from the one cow that they had and so as they were thinking about who in the world they could share this with they thought well you know you got two growing boys and you probably go through a lot of milk and we're thinking yeah we sure do so he said well i'll tell you what if you guys would just help us milk this cow you could have some of the milk for yourselves and so another chore was given yeah we had to go down the road every other morning and milk this cow from our neighbor mr goodman and it turned out to be a wonderful thing boy it really did now it took a little bit of getting used to because that cow had to get used to us we had to get used to that cow sitting on a bucket while having a bucket underneath that cow to catch that milk as we learned just exactly how this process went but i gotta tell you that cow was the most gentle animal i think i had ever been around before or since she would just stand there and let you milk her and after we would go through this process i mean we didn't have any of the things that you would think of where the hobblers or anything like that to keep her from knocking over the can she would just so gentle she would just let you sit there and reach up on her just talk to her a little bit pat her side while you were going she would cry out every once in a while almost like she was just talking to you and when we were done we would take that jar back home to mama she would run it through a tea towel or cheesecloth and put it in the jar and put it back in the into the refrigerator and man we got to enjoy some amazing tasting milk and i'll tell you one of the best things that i think i ever did with that is pour some of that milk with that cream setting on top on a bowl of cereal oh man that's some of the best tasting stuff that cream would just kind of set on top of that cereal and uh, that sweetness would just flavor that cream and oh man makes me want some just sitting here thinking about it right now mm, 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 mm. but it, in the mornings my mom would get up and she would take that jar and she would skim that cream and she would put it in another jar. And for the longest time, I really didn't know what she was doing with it. Until one day, we come in from working out in the fields and we were getting ready to sit down and eat a bite. Mom had pulled out some fresh biscuits she had made from the oven, set them on the table. And as we were all getting ready to dig in, she said, oh, wait, I forgot. She got up, she reached in the fridge and she pulled out this cloth that was wrapped around what looked like a softball. I don't know how I had missed it. It had been in the fridge for a couple of days, but it just missed my my, gla my eyes just <laughs> never caught it. Apparently didn't catch my brother's gaze either. But she unwrapped this ball of butter and she began to slice a little bit off and top those biscuits and 
put it on the green beans that she had cooked and whatever else we had. And we began to dig in. And man, it was some of the best butter, best food. Mama's cooking was always good. But I was curious, how in the world did you get this butter? And she said, from that cream I've been skimming off that milk you've been bringing home. I was like, man, that I wondered why I didn't have as much cream as I normally did when I was getting my cereal in the mornings, but man, this is awesome butter. Well, then she pulled out another little bit of butter she had that she had mixed in some honey with. And she started putting that on the biscuits. Oh, man, it just kept getting better. But I asked, well, how do you do it? She says, well, I'm going to show you tonight. I would learn later that I (laughs) probably didn't want to ask that question. But at the same time, whether I'd asked the question or not, she had every intention of teaching me how to make butter. We didn't have a churn. We didn't have a big old urn where you would take a stick with a wide end and you'd be, you know, just a, a churn, churning that butter. But no, she had that cream put in a jar put a lid on it, had to sit down on a couch, and we had to start shaking. She set a little egg timer for five minutes, and I thought, well, you know, for five minutes, I can shake this jar. That's no problem. Well, it turns out that she <laughs> had a plan because it was going to take a whole lot longer than five minutes. And after about a minute or two, my arms were tired, and I was miserable sitting there shaking that jar of cream. Pretty soon that five minute went off and she hollered at my brother to come in and my brother got that jar and he would start shaking. And she set that timer for another five minutes. This went a few rounds and then finally you could start to see that separating inside that jar. After it separated enough, we would take that jar into mama and She would reach in and she would get it out and she would start getting all those little curds that had started forming and separating and she'd start mashing together and she'd pull us over there and she'd tell us, all right, here you go. You keep mashing all this together. And pretty soon we'd form a thing of butter, a thing of beauty. And we learned pretty soon how to make compound butter, or some call it finishing butter. Not only adding honey, but sometimes some cinnamon sugar, sometimes some fresh strawberries that we would mash and add into some of our butter. We could make a compound butter with some fresh herbs, and we could make some with some dried herbs, which we'd use to top steaks. Man, that butter was so good. Well, eventually, we lost access to that cow and had to start buying butter and milk again. My mom passed away in 2003. And in 2014, over Christmas break with our kids out of school, and we came to visit my brother. And my dad was there visiting. And we were reminiscing about times growing up and We were reminiscing and remembering how we used to sit and make butter by shaking that jar. 
Well, it just so happens that my wife and my brother's wife were at the grocery store while my dad and my brother and I were sitting around talking about it. <clears throat> Pretty soon, my dad calls my sister-in-law and says, Hey, pick up a carton of heavy whipping cream and uh, a wide mouth one-gallon jar and a lid. We didn't know what was going on, but when she got home, she had what my dad had requested, and he poured that whipping cream in a jar and put a lid on it and handed it to my brother. <laughs> so here you go, man. Start shaking. Oh, we chuckled and we laughed a little bit. <clears throat> and we started passing that jar around and we started shaking and we made some fresh butter out of that heavy whipping cream that we bought from the store. I think that was the only time that I enjoyed shaking a jar of cream to make butter. Oh, it was still just as tiring and wore me out just as much. But man, when we were done making a little bit of cinnamon sugar and with half of it and with the other half, a little bit of honey, some homemade biscuits, even put it on a slice of pecan pie we had just warmed up. Oh, man. He couldn't beat it. Man, that was good. Homemade butter. Compound butter. If you want to make some yourself and all you've got is a stick of butter, take a stick of butter and add a teaspoon of your favorite fresh, well, two teaspoons of fresh herbs. One teaspoon if you're using dry herbs because they're a little bit stronger. Or a little bit of honey, cinnamon sugar, Mash some strawberries. You won't regret it. You will love some compound butter. Use the savory on your steaks or potatoes. Use the sweet on your biscuits or your dinner rolls or some breakfast. And you can thank me later.